was talking about the difference between Klai Yisrael and the Goyim. And even if we scattered in relation to what we had at the time of the Beis HaMikdash, and therefore we don't have the Chiyos we had then, we still have a different Chiyos. We have the Chiyos from the Torah, we have the Chiyos from the Brasilera, and we have the Chiyos of Shabbos. And therefore, we still have a connection to Chiyos, which, as, as he described the Goyim, that they might be like a statue which is complete, but there's no light. Now, that's the first point we saw. And now we're going to see another Chiddush. He's going to explain to us the Nevoah when Yeshai and Perakman Gimel Kinundarit, which relates to the situation of Chai in this world. We'll read the book before we get to the high expenses, we can mess with the second side inside. And we'll see that there's a certain Chiddush uh, that the Kazari says, difference to maybe how Amafashim explained these words in the Navi. The Navi is shy in pregnant base. He says, In the future, talking about Moshech. So Abdi is talking about Kal Yisrael. As Rashi says, Kal Yisrael collective, they are called Abdi. So Yaskil, they'll be given Seichel. Yoram v'nisav agava mo'id. They'll be uplifted and raised and become very high. And that's in relation to how they were in the Goddess, where he's going to explain them exactly the opposite. That before in the Goddess, Everyone was was shaman, was amazed when they saw how desolate Klai were. A person's mare, his appearance, looked destroyed. In terms of the other different type of people because of the Yisur in their head. So the Navi is contrasting the, the depths, the loneliness of Klai and Goddess to their greatness in the future. And he says, Who's going to be what we say? Because they looked at Klaishal as Nivzeh, someone who is despised, Vachadal, Ishim, less than people. Ish Machoibo is the person of suffering, Vyudur, Khoili, he's always sick. Uchamaster, Ponav, Mimenu, Nivzeh, Vrayev, Chashavnu. The guy who was going to say that they looked away, they turned away from them because they were, so to speak, disgraced to look at. And now this is the main Pasuk that the Gazari comes to explain, Pasuk Dalad. Ochein, Cholyenu, Vunosa. He was nice. He too, he says, he bore our sickness, our suffering. He was civil. He suffered it. We considered him to be somebody who was afflicted, punished by Hashem. It's not because it's not he, the suffering that he had, Kaisal had, wasn't for themselves. Rather, it's for whom Mukhalal Mipshainu. He is Mukhalal. He's like Mukhalal, killed, punished from our virus. Meduka Meavaynesainu. Is oppressed because of Arabiness. Musar Shleimenu Olav Uvachavurasa Nir Polano. The Yisurim which came on him caused shalom for everybody else, and by his suffering, by his chabura, by his injury, so to speak, Nir Polano, we were all healed. What's the Navi talking about? So, like I said, Rashi already explains that even though it's talking in Lashon Yachid, 
It's referring to Klai Yisrael and Hashem. Nachi Rashi says, Kain Deich Hanavi, Maisel Klai Yisrael Geishachot. And therefore the parasha is talking about Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael in the future will be uplifted, Klai Yisrael in the future will be exalted, and the going who now look at Klai Yisrael as being despised, oppressed, lowly, downtrodden, will be amazed at the transformation when they see how Klai Yisrael is going to be uh, transformed, erased, uplifted in the future. Is that part of the Nebuah we understand? It's not Chiddush. But now the next point is, the Goyim said, we saw Klai Yisrael as being punished in the Goyim. We saw them as suffering, and we thought it was because of the various that they did that they were being punished for. The people have suffered known illness, and therefore the Goyim thought of Klai Yisrael as Nivza, as being despised, we didn't, we, we, we didn't give them any importance because the Goyim saw our suffering as Kilo, our punishment for, for our own wrongdoing. And now the next possible one is the explanation. How does the Navi explain why Klai Yisrael was suffering? He says, It's because, however, the reason Klai Yisrael was suffering is because um, he's, he's taking, so to speak, on his shoulders our sicknesses, and he's being civil. He's suffering for what we've done wrong. Rashi says, All the nations get kapara from the Yisrael of Klai Yisrael. This is the exact opposite of Yad Baram and Tachtin. We understand if we do something wrong, we should suffer for that. But what the Nabi is saying here is that, you know, we're suffering for what everyone did, whatever the Goyim did wrong also. So how does that work? Why is it fair? So that's the Nebuah that the Kuzari is referring to. And now we're going to see his Chiddush, how he explains the Nebuah. And he gives the interesting motion. He says, we're holding by the end of Oislam and the Maimur Hashani. And he says, V'nishlam ha-Maimur, the, the conclusion of the chapter, the Novi of Hinayaskil Avdi, which is where the Perak started from, that in the future, Yisrael will be upraised, uplifted. It says, Min loy tarloy v'loy hodon. There is no chashivus, no greatness. Again, referring to the class from the goddess. It looked like Hashem turned his face away from them, and therefore they were nivs, they were despised. No one considered them important. From the way Klaishal looked and appeared in the goddess as being as being oppressed as they were. Just like a person who uh, is an Easternist doesn't want to look at things which are uh, which are off-putting. To look at a person who's de- deformed or look at somebody who's suffering, he turns away from that. It's the same thing. They didn't want to look at Klayishol. Because Klayishol was also in the situation of being people who had experienced suffering and time. So this is referring to Klayishol and the goddess. An obvious question the Kuzari asks, the king asks the Chacham, the Amra Kuzari, the Eich Yezeh Mashal Yisrael. How can you say that the Pasuk is talking about Yisrael collectively as the ones who are suffering? It says he takes our sickness. And therefore the Kuzari, instead of asking the question, he disagrees. He says the Master Yisrael suffering was because of what Yisrael did wrong. So why are we saying that Yisrael suffering for the Goyim? Or that their suffering is a kapara for the Goyim? Klaishal suffering is like a part for themselves. And therefore he says, how does the words of Novi say? That, kilo, that, that, that they get kapara through our suffering. 
So that was the question we also asked. Why, firstly, why why would that make sense? The clarity will suffer for the going, but also because our Israel too. The Navi tells us many times the Yisurim Klarish had was what they did wrong on their own. So why are we suffering for the going? Now, before I give you the Kazari's answer, which is a Khidish, I'll tell you the most the, the, the more commonly understood answer for this question. It's not a new question, it's Pasha Chat in the Navi. What's the what's the Shai Navi saying? Right, that we clash our suffering, and we we know say we take on ourselves the chayli of the of the because of the various of everyone else. So we find the dogma for the story in the Gemara. There also is an explanation, but we find the dogma in the Gemara. And the Gemara says that Rabbi Nasi, at one stage was punished that for 13 years he suffered from excruciating toothache. Uh, why he suffered? Because the Gemara says the story. And one time he's sitting and learning. And the calf who was being led to the Bosa Shechita uh, broke free from the Shechita and ran and hid, so to speak, under Rebbe's kapot, under his cloak, as if Rebbe was going to protect, protect him from being Shechita. And Rebbe took the calf out and said, uh, why, why are you coming to me to help you? You were created to get Shechita, go get Shechita. And it was considered in a very Rebbe's part, a lack of Rachmanus, a lack of compassion. Exactly what he was meant to do is a passion, but that's not the point right now. Anyway, as a result of that, Rebbe was afflicted with toothache, which was extreme for the Gemara's 12 or 13 years. Now, the Gemara says something else. And the Gemara says for those 13 years that Rebbe was suffering, not a single day there's a shawl miscarried. Why? What's wrong with the other one? Rebbe was suffering for something that he had done, or something he hadn't done right. So why should this be a kapara for everybody else, but clearly no one else gets punished because Rebbe suffering? How do the two things fit together? Or, let's ask the question in different terms, that there's a principle in Chazal, These should be, that the suffering of these ones should be happy for those ones. And therefore, Chazal talks in the context of the Oynesh, that Hashem gives to Tzadikim is Kapar in the whole door. Right? And we find other examples of this also. That the tzaddikim and nanash and where the whole door uh, gets a kapar. And we can ask the same question. Does that mean that the tzaddik did nothing wrong, he didn't deserve the ayinish? No. No. Akash Baruch deals with each person, not the mishpat. So if the tzaddik did deserve the ayinish, now has it also a kapar in the door? The ayinish is a kapar in himself. So how do we, how do we double up? Kiru, on the one hand, the ayinish is deserved by the person who's receiving it, but on the other hand, it also has a peripheral effect. A secondary effect that has kapar on everybody else. How does this mechanic work? In other words, if a person is a tzaddik shalom and never did anything wrong in his life, and his yisurim are only coming from the door, we can understand. We can understand. The master, he didn't do anything wrong, so he doesn't need the yisurim for his own kapara or for his own tikkun. And if that's the case, if he's suffering, it, we can say it's a tevis the door. You could still ask the question. Still ask the question. My high. What's the one with the other one? Why should his suffering help the door? But at least we understand that it's ki'ilo uh, balance. But if a person is bad and suffering for the did wrong on their own, so then the, the suffering they have is to expiate their own oynish. Right? For, to attack what they did wrong. How does that connect to the door? So this is the question they ask. But also, like I said, the story of Rebbe, you know, Nasi. How does it work? So there's two ways to explain it. The one we're going to see is the Mukhurish of the Kazari. The second way, which I think is the more common way to explain it, is like this. And that is, and there's two separate points. There's two separate points. The one is that if a person 
there's something wrong. So there's a certain amount of Yisraelim that deserve. A certain amount of Yisraelim that deserve. As a way to Kaparo, as an Einish, whatever it's going to be. Now, the question is that even if there's a Midas Adin that determines where a person did wrong and therefore what he deserves, the Maiseh, HaKadosh Baruch doesn't always work with the Midas Adin. It's also Midas Arachamim. And therefore, uh, like we say many times of the Davim of Shani Kefa, if HaKadosh Baruch will create us a Midas Adin, Right? It's all fair, it's all deserved. But if HaKadosh Baruch was going to treat us like that, so then we'd be able to survive. Elowat, so therefore what we're asking for is Rachamim. We're asking for Rachamim that HaKadosh Baruch shouldn't treat us with the din, even though the din, it's not that the din is unfair. It's that it's fair, but behold, if you're asking for Rachamim. And if that's the case, if that's the case, if there's a possibility of Rachamim, so now is the question. It's true when HaKadosh Baruch Hu decides to administer din, that din is not unfair. But everything HaKadosh Baruch Hu does is he's a dying MS and everything he does is fair. But why is Hashem going to din? Why doesn't the person get Rachamim? And that's a fair question. If there is a Mr. Rachamim and that's an option, so then the Kharim person should be Zechot to Rachamim. Now, if you're talking about a person who doesn't deserve Rachamim, and now there is such a category, a person who doesn't deserve Rachamim, and therefore Kharish Baruch is not going to give him Rachamim. Right? Then if that's the case, then Anachanami, we have no questions. Rachamim has to be deserved, he doesn't deserve it, he deserves the dead. An example of this. The Torah says about a Mesus and Medech. No Rachamim. A person who tries to Mesus, who tries to mislead out the Jews, right? Don't have Rachamim on him. Hashem doesn't have Rachamim on him either. That doesn't mean he's being punished unfairly. He's being punished for what he did. Except normally there would be a din that Rachamim against Rachamim. And in a certain case, Hashem decides he doesn't deserve Rachamim. So in someone like that, there's no questions. A person doesn't deserve Rachamim. So Rachamim will treat him. And if he what he deserves, I'll be dead. But Rachamim is when we come to Tadikim. Because the Atzim Tadikim, by the criteria of deserving Rachamim, they should deserve Rachamim. And if that's the case, why does Hashem punish the, giving them the, the strict, so to speak, interpretation of the din, rather than giving them Rachamim? Let's go back to the case of Rebbe. The case of Rebbe was, a calf came to him, so to speak, uh, to save himself from being shechted. Was Rebbe wrong? No. So far, Adam Lama, so far, Behem and Shechita, as the Gemara says in Brachas. It's not wrong. So, what, what, so even if you're going to say in some smaller measure what Rebbe didn't do right about the din of the calf, okay, you say that, we understand. Maybe there's a tiny on him. But how could they calf that she got such a severe oinish? The Chara, you can't say anything in Jemaine, but we, we started as proportional to what he did wrong. He just said, it's normal, 13 years for that. Right? Why was he Zechot Rechamim? Even at the Api, the strictest measure that did it was deserved. But the Chara, Rebbe is a good candidate for Rechamim. He definitely was a big tzaddik. He definitely, uh, there would have been a good argument that he shouldn't have been given the, the full Chaymer Oinish, the full severity of the day. So, Elowat. Elowat. And this is the Yisrael. That's based on what I'm paraphrasing what the Ramchal says in the last finish, to explain this concept. And he says like this. It's true. Mitzad the person themselves, that it's, uh, there's a concept of that Mitzad himself, you're right, even though the din is deserved, but there's a reason to give him Rachamim. But when a person's already deserving a din, then Hashem is a different Cheshman. And that is that Hashem will choose to give him the din that he deserves and not Rachamim, and that's why it becomes a kapara for everyone else also. That really becomes a kapara in the door as well. Ra'ifan. But no one can stand up and say, Kosh Baruch, you punish me unfairly. Because it's unfair. Because he didn't was deserved. Hashem doesn't punish anybody for nothing. 
But Mitzar Hashani, why was the Cheshpun here? To punish the person and not give him Rachamim. That's a Cheshpun for the Dar. That Yavoy Elav Yechapar Elav. That the Oynish Hashem gives to the Sadiqim and to the Kapar and the Dar. V'chi Taimah. How does it work? What's the system of punishing a Sadiq that's from Kapar and everyone else? Especially when the amount of punishment is not additional. So, I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a story. Um, the Chafetz Chaim had a son-in-law. His name was Rav Hirsch. I don't know his last name. He has a gun. Hirsch Kain? Okay, whatever his name is, Rav Hirsch. He has a gun. He was a Tariq. He is the Chafetz Chaim. And uh, at the beginning of World War One, when Chafetz Chaim and Yeshiva had to relocate from where they were in Poland, there was a war zone deeper into Russia, Sir Rav Hirsch fell sick and within a very short time, a few days he died. And uh, the Chavit Chaim's daughter, Rafesh's wife, is heartbroken. And she was unconsolable. Then she comes to follow the Chavit Chaim and says to him, like, how can I call the Kilo. Well, what could he have done wrong with me? He was a Tariq, he was a uh, Why did he have to die? The Chavit Chaim tried to menachma, comfort her, to never. And eventually, the Chavit Chaim told the line like this. He said, what did you want the Kaddish Baruch to do? To keep a fresh alive and kill a third of Klai Yisra? He says, what did you want the Shabbat to do? He says, this or that. Um, so, what does he mean? How does, how does the one affect the other one? Like this. The Rechal explains that the Kiddo, a various of Klai Yisra, as we know, we've spoken about lots of times, create a spiritual effect in Shemayim. Okay, whatever you want to call them. Now, the more and more that the, the, the amount of chatoim build up, so the more it's mechayim, the minister didn't do something. Okay, the more it's terrorist punishment. And the is like this. Therefore, Kodesh Baruch has two options. That what's going to, so to speak, satisfy the minister then? So it's one of two things. Either he's going to have to punish for which means a lot more people, in order to satisfy the amount of Averisera, or he's going to have to punish somebody who's shackled like much more people. Like we saw in Balkan, we learned in Yeshua, that in, the, in, the, in the battle against Ai, it is 36 people died. Chazal said it wasn't those people. It was Yerubim Menashe who was Shakul Kerubis Shishon Hedron. Or later on, we're going to see in Shmuel when it talks about the fact that um, when the Aaron HaKadosh was brought back from Aaron's Pishtim, so the Anche Ben Shemesh uh, didn't treat him with respect, and therefore 75 or 50,000 people died. 70 or 50,000. So the Gemara says also, uh, 70 people were Shakul like 50,000. In other words, there's a Cheshmer in Shemaim, Ke'ilu of either the amount of people, or if you're going to talk about the spiritual value of the person, how much is shakal. And the Hashem is one of two options. If it, if it has to come to din, so either he can be minus much more people, or he can be minus one person who shakal like that many people, and it comes to and bad and it satisfies the message. Now again, if the person did nothing wrong, so then the din doesn't apply to him. But when there's a cheshman that a person did do something wrong, however slight it might have been, and I'll pay din that he deserves a punishment, and now the question is, Shashem of Rachmim him or punish him, 
So sometimes Hashem's shikul is that by punishing him and not giving him rachamim, be'etzim him from Yisrael. Because then, by punishing somebody who's shakul like more, it's instead of punishing that many people. So let's just go at the words of Chavetz Chaim. If his son-in-law, Rav Hush, was such a tzaddik, so to speak, punishing him was instead of punishing thousands and thousands of people because it was, it was shakul, so to speak, with the, with the minister of the it doesn't absolve somebody else from their responsibility. Uh, obviously, everyone's responsible for themselves and everybody's going to be nourished for themselves. But we're talking about Klai Yisrael collectively suffering for something. So then, the, like, like the Rambam writes in Sagamar, that the Klai Yisrael Nidon as a unit as well as everybody's private did. So when Klai Yisrael collectively, so to speak, deserve to suffer, it can either be the Rabbi who suffer, or it could be one person who suffers, but that one person is shakul can the Rabbi. Right? Uh, it's, just, it's a scary thing to think about. But uh, in the Second World War, Taka, a third of Kaishra got killed. The, the, the video, the statistics we have, there were about 18, 17 million Jews in the world at the time of the beginning of World War II. Six million approximately got killed, so that's a third of Kaishra. The Chavetz Chaim said this 20 years before or more, that Kiddushan is like a third of Kaishra. But it's, it's the idea. In other words, if there's a certain amount of Chatoim, of which the entire Shadin, so Kodesh Baruch either punish by Oymek or Bereichav. We don't know the whole Sometimes a big Oynish can have more of a negative effect also. You know, sometimes punishing so many people in the Rabbim can, besides the fact that they weren't Siddiquim, but it has an effect on whoever's left also. So, so exactly what Hashem's Cheshm is each time, we don't know, but the, we find this, you said, a few times. And that is that the, the punishment of the Tzad, it comes to Mechaper on, instead of punishing a lot more people, when the... It doesn't No, it doesn't take away the virus. There's no such thing as one person suffering from the virus. We're talking about the collective responsibility of Kali Yisrael. And Kali Yisrael are aimed within as a unit, and therefore Kali Yisrael have to be judged and punished or rewarded as a unit also. So besides each one, everyone's individual cheshbon, which is completely their own responsibility, right? But there's also a second cheshbon over here, and that is with cheshbon of Yisrael. I got, the Ramchal says one more point. This is an interesting point to think about. The Ramchal says, for the person who pa- gets gets punished, so to speak, on behalf of Klai Yisrael, says the Ramchal, he has a din of a korban tzibur, because he came to mechaper on everybody else. And if that's the case, so... Mimele, whoever else didn't die because he died, Mimele, he has a chalik in all this custom they're going to do. Because since he was the kapara for them, and therefore, so to speak, become them dying, he died. So Mimele, uh, as uh, all this custom that the tzibur will accrue because they weren't killed, then Mimele, he gets this custom also. And therefore, Nimsi makes cheshman that it's kadai. It's an amazing thing, he makes cheshman that it's kadai. That if a person's on the diagram for that level, Right? It's bad him he gains twice. Because firstly, he gets the kapara for himself on the highest level by being punished. And also, by being punished for Klai Yisrael, he made it, all the schosim they do is because of him. So the, sorry? The amount of the ribui mitzvahs that more people can do, or if they all have children, the ribui schosim is much, much more. Fine. It could be that the kayach is that's also true. That's also true. But anyway, it's for himself. It's a kapara. He's not. He's not getting killed for nothing. But Lemaisa, at the same time, he's being used as a kapara for Klai Yisrael. So he's he's marviach on both sides. Maybe those who said this after the tzaddik avad, 
ואין איש שם הלב כמפני הרע נאסף הצדיק. הצדיק דאז או הצדיק גט קילד, ופיפול דאנט חט, דאר וואזנט הצדיק בקוזיגות דאז, אז מפני הרע. אז בגלל הרע, which was meant to happen to everybody, אז השם תוקד צדיק as a replacement for that. And it matters that it was, it was in place of something much worse happening. Okay, so that's, a, so that's the Yisod, that's the principle. But now, that's only the first part of the answer, because that works to explain why Rebbe's Yisod was Mechapur and Klai Yisrael. It works to explain other uh, Tadikim who died and uh, that was a Kapar for Klai Yisrael. Let me understand. Now let's go back to where we started with. How does it explain the Pasuk in Yeshayim? In other words, Bishlam of Klai Yisrael judges the unit, and we understand Yavayim of Yichaf Ha'elu. We're talking to Klai Yisrael and saying Klai Yisrael's suffering was a kapara for the Goyim. It's much harder to explain. Well, why are we judged with the Goyim? That either we need to Yichaf on them. We don't find such an arvus. We don't find such a, a connection that Kilo, that our suffering comes to Yichaf on them. So that's why even at the sound of Yisrael Michal. Yeah. That's also true. It doesn't affect Shemayim. It's not only to, like we say, it's not only to the Neshama. Uh, he still needs a Kapara because he has a Ruach. He doesn't have a Neshama. And therefore, when the Neshachayim is talking about what gets to the Olam Elyon and uh, can affect the Olam Elyon is only Klai Yisrael because they have a Neshama which can get there. But the guy has a Ruach and, and, and as much as he has a Ruach, he can, it's something. As opposed to an animal which has nothing. And he's an Epish, so it's not doing anything. More than the physical things the animal does. So for sure the goy doesn't have the same effect. But like we said, here we need a different. Uh, the the remchal is true, but it's hard to use it to explain the pasuk here because here we're talking about klai yisrael connected the rest of the world, and klai yisrael's yisurim and suffering came, so to speak, to, as a kapara for the whole world. So the first part we can understand. It wasn't klai yisrael punished for nothing. Klai yisrael definitely deserved the punishment they got. You can look at the Navim, and you can look at history, and you can see that Klai Yisrael, unfortunately, didn't live up to Hashem's expectations at all. And therefore, if they were punished, they definitely, there was Lechitz in the Arat. Uh, if that's the case, then Klai Yisrael, we aren't saying they got punished, they didn't deserve. But uh, the second part of the explanation, and that is, in what way is Ayn Yisrael and Chafra Nugayim? How does that affect them? Why are we, so to speak, on the same equation with them at all? Zara is going to use this point to explain how Klai Yisrael's Assyrian is happening in the whole world because that's what he's trying to explain. He's trying to explain how Klai Yisrael and Godless are still considered the Chius, uh, or considered alive, when the whole world is considered not alive. So even though we suffer, even though we're oppressed, and even though the Apostle says, people look at us and despise us for the position we're in, but because we still have the Shari Shachius, we still have the life of the world. And that's what he's going to explain in, in the context of this, of this Apostle. So we'll see you guys in tomorrow. Yeah.